Uh, he goes down onto one knee, still holding onto the tread wheel, blood kind of pouring from the different punctures that these spikes have left onto him. Not uh, blonde Aragorn, he was my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Dungeon Busters, your Dungeons & Dragons actual play experiment. I'm Diego, a professional dungeon master and actor. And I'm Michael, an actor and role-playing addict. Each episode, we summon a special guest who helps us give your game inspiration one encounter at a time. We don't just play D&D, we, we put, put it, it to the, the test. test. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about swarms mm -hmm. and swarm combat. Uh, but before we get into that, uh, we should introduce you to our honored guest for this episode. Oh. It's Katie and Cardona. Oh my god, uh, wow. Katie. Hi, Katie. I'm Katie and Cardona. <laughs> um, I know these guys in real life, and that's why I'm here. Um, I'm really glad that I listened to your intros because I was going to like arbitrarily give you a theme song. <laughs> and I was like, that just seems rude. Um, no, I think we're open. Yeah. What is the theme song you had in mind? The theme song is mm, Dungeon Busters. They're busting some dungeons wide open and we're having a good time. Dungeon Busters. That's it. I love that. Woo! I love Thank that. So oh, yeah. now, Thank you. We already have a theme song. I know. Seriously. This <laughs> podcast one. is just coming together. If I listen to this later and you've put that to like electric guitars, I oh, will shit my pants. I am planning to auto tune it right now. So, oh my god. Layer it. Throw a beat down. Perfect. It'll be not that I've ever thrown a beat down on anything before, but maybe I just needed the right motivation. Yeah, and that was it. You're that welcome. was it. Hell <laughs> yeah! So Inspired me. So, Katie, you've played Dungeons and Dragons before, right? Yeah, I have. Um, I've been playing with the uh, same group of people for like three years now, which is crazy. Wow. Um, and then I've you know played some one-off games here and there, but yeah, I'm excited to dive in with a character I've played like one time and that might be the stupidest character I've ever created so so, it, so you've been playing D&D &D for a while now yeah. have you ever uh in your time at D&D &D, ever faced off against like a, a veritable swarm of foes you know when you asked me to do this when I read the word swarm my first thought was like I don't think so but like my context for Swarm is more recent because I've been listening to the Adventure Zones new um, uh, campaign oh, nice. and Clint McElroy is always like, I'm going to create a swarm of underwater bees. It's like stupid, yeah. um, which honestly might help their like post-apocalyptic underwater society because I think even underwater societies need pollinators. Yeah, um, but true. yeah, no, uh, now I, now that I am here and can see on the screen in front of me that swarms include, uh, zombies and, um, other potential things, then yes, I have, uh, played against some undead foes. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think a lot for a lot of DMs, like, and Michael, uh, tell me if you've ever encountered some swarms like this, yeah. either from the DM side or the player side, but it can be a little like challenging to not make it feel like just a bunch of 
things on the map that you have to just keep swinging at. Yeah. I, I'm trying to think of like all the zombie movies that I love, right? When there's like a swarm of zombies and it feels like you're, you're like mowing down like hordes of them. Yeah. Like that can be a bit of a hard uh, feeling to recreate in D&D yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was playing a campaign and we were doing like an underwater section and there was a swarm of piranhas, I believe, mm. which oh. was very fun <laughs> flavor. Um, but I think as, as we were sort of talking about this episode, it was like, uh, how do you make swarms not just like another unit on the map? Like, mm-hmm. And I had a, like a murder of crows, a swarm <laughs> of crows for a campaign that I ran, which was very fun. And again, fun flavor. But then once you get into combat, it's just like, it's a bunch of crows that it's you, a bird. <laughs> you kill a couple and there's still more there, you know? But yeah, but again, like getting, I was like, thinking about this episode and like yeah it hasn't felt like that sort of onslaught of zombies is the first thing Mm -hmm. that comes to mind when i think of Mm -hmm. movies or video like i'm picturing the last of us part two like a certain scene where this character is like sprinting away from a bunch of zombies as they come out and you don't really have time to attack right enough to make a difference yeah, you have to make. So uh, I think part of the swarm like mentality, right, is like, what is the breaking point where this swarm is overwhelming and you have to retreat. like retreat or yeah. or make another de- uh, tactical decision? Yeah, um, I always remember if you've ever seen the two thousand four Dawn of the Dead remake. Uh, there's yeah. a moment like towards the end of the movie where all the characters pile into these buses and they like are trying to drive out. I think the movie takes place in Wisconsin too, of all places. Um, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they're trying to make it out to like the lake, and they get surrounded by a swarm of zombies. It's like got the bus in a standstill, and this dude throws a propane tank. One of the zombies catches it. He shoots the propane tank and like levels out like the playing field, like clears out all the zombies. <laughs> yes. Um, and I don't cool. know. That's all. That's a very badass feeling, and it's like awesome to like have players in a, a tabletop role playing game be able to uh, experience kind of that. That type of like crowd management um, as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Then in that case, when I think of the swarms that I've encountered in D and D, most of them have been tied to some other like bigger, badder entity mm, who is yeah. controlling them. And for the most part, uh, we've been able to just kick the shit out of them, and then the swarm just like crumples to the ground, and we're like, "All right, let's go get a beer." Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I yeah, I'm interested in yeah like tackling a truly horrifying like deadly yeah. swarm um yeah that might necessitate a retreat amazing well i, know, yeah. I mean that's what we hear at okay. <clears throat> <laughs> that's what we hear at dungeon busters are trying to tackle <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I guess without further ado, that's a, that horrifying cough is a great transition. That's Uh, actually the thing that you should sample for the intro. (laughs) So today, uh, we're going to jump into the actual play portion of our podcast here. So I've, uh, planned out an encounter, uh, that is going to challenge our two player characters and try to see if we can how close we can get to uh, uh, recreating that classic swarm feeling that you might see in a movie or that you might feel in a video game like The Last of Us. All right. Now let's go ahead and introduce uh, our characters that we'll be uh, fighting with today. Katie, would you like to do the honors? I would love to. Today I will be playing 
scampy to shrimp sodoni. Um, I'm a <laughs> I'm a shoal gnome uh, from a seaside uh, community. Um, I think the folks that I grew up around, you know, they were tinkerers, made a lot of crafts. I imagine they make a lot of puka shell necklaces. <laughs> um, and, you know, I, did, I never quite fit in. I was always sort of, uh, you know, the odd man out. And uh, part of that is that I didn't have quite that, you know, tinkerer magic that mm. uh, my, my family and friends and lover Penelope Peace Blossom had. Um, I, I had a little bit more of a chaotic um, magic to me. I am a, um, a storm sorcerer, um, so I think that kind of made me an outcast. I, you know, accidentally created one too many tsunamis. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I left and uh, fell in with a group of uh, pirates, so I am also a swashbuckler. Yes. Um, and yeah, basically Scampy, I, I just picture, uh, Joe Pesci as Mr. Smee. That's who Scampy <laughs> is. <laughs> a very, very, very vivid image. Thank yeah. you so much. Wonderful. Yeah, well, welcome aboard, uh, Scampy you. the Shrimp Sardoni. Yeah. Call me the shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get over to Michael. Michael, uh, yeah. would you like to tell us a little bit about your character you'll be playing today? Uh, yes, I will be playing Orpheus of the Knights of Apollo. Uh, <laughs> I'm a golden uh, dragonborn uh, light cleric. Um, yes, yeah, serving Apollo, which I sort of created uh, and whim is like an ancient gold dragon yeah. that we serve. Um, we believe to be long descendants of Apollo. Hell yeah. Uh, who, yes, like became a godlike deity. They became so magical and powerful. They were like a godlike deity. Um yeah, so Orpheus is, uh, you know, traveling around looking for, like, relics of the ancient Apollo. Amazing. Uh, and that is all of the background work that I did for this. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly more than enough for this one-off yeah. um, encounter. I know Scampy has, like, past traumas. <laughs> so, I'm, you know, I did a lot of uh, work for this. Um, yeah. Nice. I didn't. I made this character in, like, <laughs> no, no. ten minutes, That's like, great. three months ago. But... He's fun. I love that. Yeah. And uh, can actually, uh, Katie, could you yeah. roll a D100 for us just to get us oh, started? This is baby. the first roll of the podcast. Ooh, first roll oh, of the podcast. Yeah. And it's a D100. It's a good one. That's 28. 28. Amazing. So we'll say that for the sake of this, uh, this story that... Uh, the shrimp and um, Orpheus of the Knights of Apollo have been adventuring together maybe for about 28 days, uh, just about the amount of time it takes to get through February. Um, so yeah, so uh, definitely long enough to know each other a little bit, yeah. maybe not long enough to know everything there is to know about each other. Um, and we're actually going to take uh, an in media res transition to uh, where the shrimp and Orpheus find themselves today. Yes. Uh, they have been escorting refugees through the subterranean ruins of a dwarven kingdom. Mm. Along the way, they have disturbed a nest of Kruthix, vicious insectoid-like beasts that uh, crave flesh and uh, multiply quite quickly. Um, we have that in common. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. And as we find you all, the ancient rope bridges shudder violently as you jump off of them and onto the secure stone peninsula. 
you glimpse the dark abyss just beyond the edge. The refugees you are escorting limp to the far end of the peninsula, cowering around an old cobwebbed treadwheel. Crumbling stone statues of long-dead dwarven heroes line the weathered path from the bridges to the treadwheel. Across the yawning chasm, you hear the chirps and snarls of the impending swarm. You have mere moments to prepare. What would you all like to do? Cry. <laughs> okay. So yeah, so you're look uh, and yeah. what you're looking at here is essentially we got three uh, like rope bridges that okay. are come from their own uh, di- disparate parts of this that are spanning this wide chasm. Okay. This stone peninsula that you find yourself on is granting you a momentary refuge. Okay. It seems that there is a tunnel uh, that continues down from where the treadwheel goes. Okay. Do y'all know what a treadwheel is, by the way? I actually no. don't. Yeah, so it's like, a, think of it like an ancient elevator. A guy okay. uh, oh. walks around in a circle uh, on the treadwheel oh, that yeah. pulls with the levers and pulleys and ropes uh, a platform that uh, oh. rises out of the ground. Presumably with which you can you know, go up a level or down a level. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, and and there are some refugees here who are that we're trying to get to safety. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Okay. You've been adventuring with a, a group of four uh, refugees here, okay. and they are uh, trying to get to safety. I was imagining like twenty five refugees. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, the swarm that's a is. Lot you're of not trying to manage. Like, we didn't even that refugee. many have that many people on the ship. You know. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. Thankfully, okay. you only have to deal with four refugees. Deal with uh, <laughs> or, or protect. I know. Yeah. I know. Sir. Uh, <laughs> Try to get, keep them alive. Yeah, give careful. sweet kisses and hugs. Yeah, but you got four of these guys. Okay. Uh, you can hear the swarm coming. Uh, if, there's, if there's anything else you'd like to do around this terrain real quick before the, the swarm advances, I'll let you guys kind of get the lay of the land for a moment here. Yeah, and I'm okay. sorry, where is the swarm advancing from? From like the... Yeah, so the the they were chasing you all out oh, uh, ch- oh, okay. across from across the bridges. Ah, Okay, so, yeah. Um... um Go ahead, Michael. My instinct is to, like, uh, post up sort of where the bridges all meet at the very uh, point of the peninsula mm-hmm. uh, and, try, like, call out to, like, have someone start twisting the elevator. It goes up or down. Yeah. Uh, okay. You call back out to the refugees, and Eleanor, uh, one of the refugees you're escorting, mm-hmm. uh, calls back saying, uh, the treadwheel goes down, but... Uh, we need to lift the uh, lift back up, which will, which will take some time as she uh, asks her fellow refugees to put a hand on the treadwheel as they start trying to turn it, okay. uh, slowly okay. uh, kind of pulling on the, le- on the levers and pulleys, uh, as you can hear from deep below uh, the shuddering of an ascending lift. Um, yeah, so Orpheus calls out, yes, uh, bring, uh, yeah, bring up the elevator, and uh, we'll turn, then turn to face the swarm. Shield and sh- short sword in hand. Amazing. Yeah, I think uh, Scampy will turn them in the eye. Yeah, save yourselves. We got this. <laughs> uh, and then also draw my um, rapier. Right, amazing, fantastic. That's the weapon I have. <laughs> oh yeah, well, Great. I'm gonna have you swashbuckler. You have I know. you both go ahead and roll for initiative. Excellent. Fantastic. Nap twenty. <laughs> amazing, oh, nice. So twenty-five. Twenty-five. Oh, I rolled a dirty twenty. <gasps> <Michael>. All right. <laughs> 
Dirty 20. Yeah, fuck you, bugs! <laughs> You're gonna Amazing. kick your ass! If you have one, your thorax, excuse me. As the swarm is approaching, you hear the ground shake, and you can feel uh, the, the rope bridges, the three of them vibrating as the many thundering feet of these Kruthinks uh, attempts to make, the, make themselves known. Great, as we get started with the fight, you see a swarm of eight Kruthinks um, mm. following in the wake of a larger Kruthik. And this is what a Kruthik looks like. Katie, if you'd like to describe for the folks at home uh, <laughs> what you're seeing here. Um, if you've seen the film Don't Look Up, it looks like the creature at the end that um, eats Meryl Streep. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's got a big ol' ma with a snickety snaky little tongue um, covered in thick hairs with, um, it's sort of like if a praying mantis and a velociraptor had a baby. Yeah, I love that. That's yeah. very accurate. Yeah, thank Sh you. <laughs> Sharp, pinter-like feet. It also reminds yeah. me of the, uh, the in uh, Star Wars, Attack of the Clones, like the green monster that obi-wan fights at the end oh what mm. I, that's <laughs> I, I do not deep, know enough about deep cut <laughs> yeah throwback that one it's like not even that deep of a cut it's just nobody wants to watch nobody the prequels anymore <laughs> <laughs> well they came out when uh i i loved the prequels when they came out yeah yeah all right amazing so we've had uh, a couple of these crew thicks uh burrow out from the from the from the ground uh, a couple of smaller ones following in the wake of the of the tunnel that it left behind. Um, so we'll go ahead and actually, Scampy, you get the first turn. What would you like to do? Um, I don't know. I'll cast a Chaos Bolt in, yeah, the direction of those uh, Kruthics on the, to my right. Ooh, so oh. I can choose force or acid damage. Let's do acid damage. <laughs> Um, okay, so it's a, I guess a 26 to hit. Amazing, yeah. I would assume that did. Yeah, you got three little guys um, and one big guy. Is there one of these you're targeting, or is it a, a, an aerial effect? I, um, please hold as I check what this does. You hurl an undulating, warbling mass of chaotic energy at one creature in range. Amazing. Okay, so one of them. Mm, undulating, warbling mass, that's... Dirty. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. Great. So a a, <laughs> a warbling mass of chaotic acidity flies towards one of those bad boys. Yeah. Nice. Um and then oh yeah, oh farts. It does nine damage. Amazing. Yeah. As um, your acid connects uh, with one of these guys here, uh, he just Collapses in a puddle of acid and mm. uh, and goo. Uh, one of these creatures is now dead. Scampy's gonna say, <laughs> "If you had blood, I would drink it, but that shit looks gross as hell." So. <laughs> um, and then <laughs> I have this silly bonus action, which is like just a like temp. I can create my own little tempest and just like yeah. fly up into the air to a like and without incurring any like. Um, attacks of opportunity. So Amazing. I'm going to do that because I can. Um, yes. And 
the way that I think about Scampy is that like he uh, is not quite used to his magic yet. So every time he uses it, it surprises him. And he does let out a little fart. And that <laughs> fart does send him shooting up into the air. So he does that. And he says, oh, sh I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Orphe. <laughs> you know, it's just a, it's one of my quirks. What can I say? Um, so yeah, so I'm just flying up in the air in a cloud of my own <laughs> heart. Amazing. <laughs> Very you. creative. Uh, is it or is it just upsetting? <laughs> could be both. Thank you so much. Awesome. Hell yeah. Uh, then we can go ahead and pass turn then. Uh, next on the line, it's going to be uh, some of the remaining Kuthiks from the right. Okay. Uh, this one is going to barrel forward, surging towards Orpheus, uh, coming at you with its uh, little stabbing pincers with a 22 to hit on you, Orpheus. Ooh, that does hit. You're going to take six points of piercing damage. Ooh, okay. Another one of these bad boys is then going to come out from the right down here and is going to come and try to stab you as well with a 15 to hit. Okay. Uh, does that That hit? actually does not hit. Amazing. Got some good armor on you then. I uh, do. We pass That's turn now true. to you, Orpheus. What would you like to do? You got two on, one on your left, one on your right. All right. I will... Um... I will attack the one on my right. Um, is it clear? So we've got like these three bridges, mm -hmm. uh, and currently it's like coming from the right and from the left. Mm -hmm. Is it clear that they're starting to like come down every bridge? You have not seen. You have not seen any other ones. These were the first ones to kind of break through uh, that burrowed from the underground. Oh, okay. So they burrowed from the uh, underground. You can hear the feet of the swarm uh, and the sound of it growing by each passing moment, uh, okay. coming from the direction across the bridge where you all originated from. Okay, excellent. I think I might actually do a Scorching Ray. Yeah. You create three rays of fire and hurl them at targets within range. You can hurl them at one target or several. So I think I've got three rays. I'd like to hit the two that are right next to me. Great, awesome. Um, uh, range spell attack at melee range is going to be at disadvantage, so go ahead and roll to hit on the... Oh, they are going to be at disadvantage, aren't they? That's so true. Um, you know what? I'm going to scratch that. <laughs> <laughs> Reevaluate, um, for sure. I will just attack one of them with my short sword that's right in front of me. Yeah. Which is going to be a 14 to hit. 14 to hit can... Actually, it does not hit on either. Does not yeah. Oh, no. So I swipe <laughs> at this one next to me, but then I will also bonus action cast Spiritual Weapon. Amazing. Uh, and I will cast it um, sort of... Uh, so there's one to my right, one to my left. I'm going to cast it, like, behind the one to my left that I didn't attack. All right. Yeah, that red circle you see up there will be your Spiritual Weapon stand-in. Okay, fantastic. Uh, and my Spiritual Weapon can do... Fun stuff too. Uh, it looks just like a little, a little gold dragon. Yeah, like a cat-sized dragon. Amazing. Um, you can go ahead and attack with it this round as well. So go ahead and roll to hit. Yes. With your spiritual weapon. Spiritual weapon is going to be a oh garbage roll. That's an eleven to hit. Eleven is gonna miss. Okay. So I miss both my attacks, and that I'm gonna stay planted there though. All right. Uh, as uh, and just yet yeah, be ready to attack next turn. 
Sweet. With that, uh, we're going to kick it over to one of these uh, other Kruthix. Uh, this is a, one of the larger ones over here. Uh, and you see that it's going to raise, uh, like, kind of its tail, where it's got these spiky hairs, like um, like Katie had mentioned. And it's going to shoot off a volley of spikes at you, Morpheus. Okay. With a 14 to hit, they bounce off harmlessly from your shield. My glowing, glinting shield. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the creature is then going to try and position itself uh, around the back here and kind of get the drop uh, from behind. Uh, with that, we're going to go ahead and pass turn to another one of these little guys. He's going to run up on you, uh, going to try and hit you for a 14 to hit. Uh, does not connect. Does not connect. Right, passing. I've got that high AC. I know. I got another one of these adult bad boys. He's gonna go ahead and try to shoot off a spike volley at you, the shrimp, with a twelve to hit. Oh, that does not hit. All right. Passing. Hey, fuck you! <laughs> I'm walking here. <laughs> exactly. Uh, this guy is then gonna come to round out and uh, encircle Orpheus with a stab attack. Uh, 23 to hit. That does hit. For four points of piercing damage, you are now surrounded on four sides by mm. the smaller Kruthix. Okay. Um, with that, we'll go ahead and pass turn to another one of these guys who is gonna uh, go ahead and kind of round out here. He's gonna join the, the gang uh, fight around Morpheus uh, <laughs> uh, with a nine to hit. Actually, he gets advantage because of pack tactics. Another nine. Uh, okay. Roll, so he is not going to connect. We're going to okay. go back to the top of the order. Scampy, you're up. And actually, yeah. before uh, you get to take your turn, we do see more Kruthix arriving on the horizon. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> you see, uh, essentially, we got like five of these guys coming down from the center, across the center bridge. Okay. And you see another five uh, on the, le- uh, the topmost bridge. Okay. That is where they show up at the top of this round, and we go to you, Scampy. What would you like to do? Um, Scampy is offended that um, these Kruthix have chosen to attack his uh, partner and have clearly underestimated him. So (laughs) he's gonna, yeah, he's just gonna run up to the nearest one and um, swing at it with uh, his rapier all right and say i may be little but i am strong and i rolled as 16 16 uh 16 is gonna hit on number 19 over here yeah honestly because i'm a swashbuckler i get sneak attack i think yeah pretty much all the time so let's see what this does that is Hold for math. Uh, uh, um, uh, 23 damage. <laughs> 23 points of damage as yeah. you eviscerate uh, <laughs> one of these Kruthics around Orpheus. Nice. Cool. Uh, yeah, I think my bonus action, I might, uh, I don't know, maybe like duck around one of uh, these fallen rocks and hide so as not yeah. to... For sure. Yeah, incur any damage. Oh. He eviscerates this thing and is like, Scampy out! <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, awesome. We'll pass turn then uh, to the Kruthix, uh, who are still surrounding Orpheus. They're going to take another attack on him. Nice. Uh, with a 14 to hit uh, for not connecting. Second one is going to try and attack as well. 
with a 22 to hit. That hits. Please take five points of damage. Ooh, okay. Passing over to uh, one of these adult bad boys. Uh, but this one is one of the fellas uh, on the other side of the bridge. So this guy's going to start barreling down the bridge. Um, and he's going to, from the center of the bridge, he's going to try and take... Uh, yeah, he's going to try to take a disadvantage spike attack on you, Michael. Uh, that right. is not going to connect. going to fly straight over you. Uh, and you see it kind of... A couple of those spikes hits the planks of the bridge, uh, sending him broken and spiraling into the abyss below. We go to you now, Orpheus, with a shit ton of Kruthix on deck. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, pretty much surrounded, except for a little space that it seems um, my very good friend, the Shrimp, opened up for me. Uh, and seeing um, the Shrimp start to retreat, I think I'm going to, like, make my way... I'm gonna... I'm gonna move to the... Um, adult crudifix that's moving it's toward if i can make it there yeah uh towards the the elevator uh so yeah. i can sort of get in the way you will be provoking four opportunity attacks i will take that <laughs> <laughs> very quick cost benefit analysis there yes. uh all right let's see first attack connects for uh five points of piercing damage okay. second attack connecting for an additional Five points of piercing damage. Okay. Third attack uh, with advantage. Uh, 16, does a 16 hit you? That does not hit me. All right, you avoid uh, I got the, the stack. 18 is my armor class. Oh, nice. Amazing. Yeah, then this uh, la last and fourth attack does not hit you either. Okay. Uh, yeah, so two, two of the four were able to take fleeting stabs at you as you ran away. Uh -huh. But you are now able, positioned in front of this larger adult crew thick. Um, uh, so as I position myself there... I'm also going to, uh, as I take these like swipes in the back, I'm going to turn around and I'm going to cast Wall of Fire. Yeah. Uh, and I would like to try to cut off the peninsula, sort of in an arc, so I can hit. I'm hoping you'll give me three if I can try to catch like three Kruthix in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then it sort of blocks off the peninsula from those three bridges. Specifically, I can create. The, a wall up to 60 feet long, 20 feet high, and one foot thick, or a ringed wall. So I'm going to do like a one foot thick wall, 60 feet long. Great. It tries to like cut through a couple of the crew thicks, but then creates like yeah. a barrier to give us a bit more time. 60 feet, and it's like in, a, in like a line. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Uh, okay. You're essentially cutting off like at the very the very tip of the stone peninsula. Fantastic. Uh, catching uh, at least one of these guys uh, in, in it. We'll say, yeah, you can catch two of these guys since they're both in there. Whatever you'll give me, it's fine. They still, <laughs> If they pass through it, they, they get singed, so. All right. Um, uh, so they have to do, uh, deals 5d8 fire damage to each creature that ends its turn within 10 feet of that side. Oh, wow. So essentially I'm gonna aim it like t towards the bridges. Amazing. A creature takes the same damage when it enters the wall for the first time on a turn or ends its turn there. The Sweet. other side of the wall deals no damage. So this is going to be... each cre uh, When the wall appears, each creature within its area must make a dexterity saving throw. On a failed save, a creature takes 5d8 fire damage or half as much damage on a successful save. Amazing. Uh, and yeah, I think all of these guys are, if not in the wall, then within 10 feet. So we'll go ahead and do deck saves for all of these guys. Awesome. Uh, the first guy uh, that's right here in the wall got a uh, 10. 
Brandy. Save DC is going to be a 15. 15, all right. All right, awesome. So two of the four uh, managed to succeed. So go ahead okay. and roll the damage die. All right, we're doing <clears throat> 5d8 fire damage. Oh, which is kind of garbage. Uh, it's going to be... Uh, it's not... A, 12 points of fire damage. All right, so 12 points. Uh, this guy on the wall is going to take the brunt of it as he just incinerates uh, <laughs> right before your eyes. Uh, the nice. second guy who is getting some of that residual heat from the back is also going to be incinerated by it. Uh, we got two more of these guys that are only going to be taking half damage. And you've also managed to catch... Uh, bits of the uh, of the bridge on fire as well. Because um, <laughs> it was 12 damage, right? So uh, actually the top bridge on uh, the uh, that's connect that's touching this firewall right now is just gonna collapse. Oh shoot. Uh, so okay. as that you just took away all of its uh, HP that was allotted. As is the bridge at the bottom, essentially stranding uh, this pod of five Kruthiks from the battle. Oh, all um, right. I love unintended consequences. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did I catch something on fire again? <laughs> Whoops. Hell um, yeah. So you've managed to bring down uh, two of the three bridges in one fell swoop, effectively uh, stranding at least one swarm um, from being able to advance uh, on your position. Fantastic. Hell yeah, dude. And then I think I'm going to bonus action move my spiritual weapon to that Kruthix that's fighting me, and I will have it, it attack. Amazing. Yeah, mm. roll to hit with your spiritual weapon. That is going to be a 23. 23 hits. Go ahead and give me that damage. Spiritual weapon is going to be, oh, hell yeah, 16 points of damage. 16, all right, From dude. that spiritual weapon. Spicy. Yeah. The little uh, golden cat-sized dragon takes little bites out of the crew thing. It's still standing. Uh, yeah, that is the end of my turn. Great, so, so we'll go ahead and pass uh, to the actually the crew thing that you are facing oh. off against. But while this guy is facing off against you, he's gonna just two Skip. stabs with his claws. Uh, bastard 20 to hit on the first one, uh, 13 on the other, connecting for only eight points of piercing damage from the first attack. Okay. We'll pass then over to some more of these young uh, Kruthiks that are on the other side of the center bridge. Uh, they're going to use their action to dash okay. uh, and kind of are making it most of the way across the uh, rope bridge that remains. Kruthiks charging forward. Hell yeah. This other Kruthik is going to come around the side here and it's going to shoot off two spike attacks at you, uh, the shrimp. Oh, come with on. a nine to hit on the first one and a twenty-two on the second for that doesn't hit five. <laughs> the twenty-two doesn't hit. I'm kidding. <laughs> My armor class is thirty-nine. <laughs> God tier. Yeah, I forgot to mention you picked up uh, God's armor earlier on. Yeah, you'll take five points of piercing damage, uh, right. the shrimp. All right. Is that uh, all you got? <laughs> the shrimp is in a tank. It's just <laughs> <laughs> yes. Amazing, well, and the, uh, another one okay. of these young Kruthiks is trying to make it across. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we go back to the top with you, the shrimp. What would All you right. like to do? Yeah, I'm going to fire right back at this Kruthik that hit me. Yeah. Say, fire sounds like a good idea, so I'll sh shoot off a firebolt at it. Nice. That's 17 to hit. That uh, does not hit. Oh my god. Scampy kills himself. Just kidding. <laughs> um, Walks into the wall of fire. Yeah. Um, well, then, in that case, 
think I'm just in shame going to fart myself into the air again. Be like, yes. damn it! And let, let out a very like angry, smelly fart. I really... Do you all like to hear about farts? I hope so. Well, if we, we, we can not, be... I'm very sorry. We can be the D&D and farting podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is high art. Uh, amazing. Uh, Scampy, as you're finishing up your turn then, you do uh, hear that the, uh, the the refugees that are struggling with the tread wheel, that they have uh, are, are risen, uh, are almost done right, like uh, lifting up the, the platform to your level. It seems that by okay. the end of this round of combat, they should be, uh, the, the platform should be level, offering uh, an escape down the shaft. Um, great, so we're going to go ahead and pass over to some of uh, one of these young Kruthiks that's still alive. Uh, it does start its turn within 10 feet of the Wall of Fire, so I think it's going to take some damage. I think it, yes. Um, Does it have to make that deck save? I actually think it's if it, if it ends its turn. Oh, great. Um, Amazing. In that case, you just see that Kruthik uh, burrow uh, 10 feet underground. Ooh. Uh, you kind of can see it through the shimmering fire. And then it surfaces on the other side of the wall. Oh, damn Yeah, it. these things have a burrowing speed, That's motherfuckers. So Outside of Well. It's going <laughs> to use its remaining 20 feet of movement to try and move up uh, to you, Orpheus. And it's going to go off with a stab attack. Go off, queen. Uh, <laughs> with an 18 to hit, just meeting and beating your armor yes. class for seven Ooh. points of piercing damage. Ooh. All Tasty. Right. Uh, we're gonna go to one of these adult guys then, the one that is across the bridge here. And he's actually gonna take his action to dash as well. He, he runs 40 feet uh, towards the firewall and then immediately starts burrowing underground, uh, surfacing on the other side, uh, 20 feet across. Um, you do see that in its wake it has left behind a, a tunnel that is about five feet in diameter. Um, the smaller Kruthix leading ones that are only about two and a half feet. Okay. Uh, we go now to you, Orpheus. What would you like to do? I'm trying to see if I can move this wall, uh, but I don't know if I can. Yeah, I don't think you can. I don't think I can. So seeing as the burrowing, or they can clearly just get under it, I'm going to drop concentration on wall of fire. Amazing. Um... And I am going to, I will cast Scorching Ray Hell yeah. on the first three that are still crossing the bridge. Amazing. the ones that are at range from me. Amazing. Yeah. Roll um, to hit. Okay. So the first one is 17 to hit. Hits. The second is a 23 to hit. Mm-hmm. And the last one is going to be... 21 to hit. Yeah, I'll hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Okay, the first one is going to be uh, six points of damage. Uh, it falls to the ground dead. Mm. Okay. The second one is going to be eight points of damage. Uh, this one is pretty fucking charred, but looks to be still standing. Okay, and then the final one is going to be uh, five points of damage. Alright, another uh, well done thick, but it is still standing. Okay. So I'm gonna, yeah, reach out my hand and just, like, hurl fire in that general direction. Uh, that is going to be my action. As a bonus action, I'm gonna have my spiritual weapon attack the boss Kruthix. Yeah. Uh, that is engaged with me. Great, yeah, roll to hit. Kruthix. 
Um, that is going to be a natural 20. Wow. So that I will double. Yeah. Uh, so now it is actually 2d8. <laughs> And that is going to be 14 points of damage. Yeah. Oh my god. Taking more chomps out of the beast. Uh, it is still standing, but Ooh, it, you it's got, still standing. It's got a lot, covered in like, right. bite marks. Yeah, so that is going to be that round for me. Amazing. With that, we'll pass turn to that adult Kruthik, who, not taking it laying down, is going to follow up with two stab attacks on you, Michael. Okay. 17 to hit on the first. Misses. And a 17 on the second. Both Ooh. attacks miss as that Kruthik um, can't connect you. my shield high above my head. The bridge Kruthiks have finished uh, their crossing and are also going to be using their action to dash, swarming and converging on the shrimp. Oh, right. no. Come in. Uh, she's going to go towards Michael's character. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, this adult one is going to... Getting heavy advance uh, to the right. He's going to go actually in the direction of the refugees. Uh, as he's kind of barreling towards them, he's going to send back two spike attacks at the shrimp with a 10 to hit on the first and a 17 to hit on the second. The second one hits, yeah. Four points of piercing damage. All right. All right. We go now to one of the last bridge crew things, I believe is going to try to make the crossing as it uh, shambles over the burnt corpse of its brother. Uh, going uh, and joining up with his friend uh, to uh, right. pair up on the shrimp over here. The shrimp's um, about to get fried. As <laughs> as the the those Kruthiks get into place, the refugees, uh, you hear a, 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 a little thud as the lift uh, reaches the top of the ropes. I thought you were about to say one of them like passes out or something like that or just drops dead immediately. Okay, I'm glad it's the elevator. Yeah, roll for miasma. <laughs> oh god. Uh, awesome, we go back to the top. So the, the, uh, the right. lift is now in place. Uh, the uh, refugees, uh, one by one, are uh, kind of getting onto the lift. One of them is uh, standing back, holding uh, the the tread wheel so as to not let the lift descend uh, okay. prematurely. Scampi, it is now your turn. You are flanked by two shrimp right now. Yes, uh, I yeah, I think that I I think I'm just gonna go ahead and take an attack of opportunity and run towards the one that is about to um, hurt our friends. Amazing. Um, I wasn't born a hero. <laughs> <laughs> but I probably will die one. Um, and I will, uh, yeah, I will whack at it with my uh, rapier. Great. So you only get one uh, attack landing on you for five points of piercing damage. Okay, got it. Um, and then I got a uh, 24 to hit. 24 hits. Excellent. Uh, that will be... Uh, ooh, wow, I rolled so bad. Okay, 10 damage. 10 damage, amazing. Yeah, just the, the one that's closest to the... Uh, yes. Yeah. All right, yeah, whittling away at this guy as he is snarling in the face of one of the refugees. Perfect. I, because I can, yeah. Scampy will again say, Scampy out! And then, uh, like, duck behind one of those... Uh, Pillars. Amazing. All right, we're going to go then to one of these young Kruthiks. 
it's converging around Orpheus here. Uh, stab attack with an 18 to hit Ooh. for four points of piercing damage. Oh, no. The adult here is going to crawl over uh, the smaller ones, uh, lobbing two spike attacks at Scampy the Shrimp as it goes. Oh, come on! 22 to hit on the first, yeah. faster 20 on the second, for a total of 13 points of piercing damage. I can take it! <laughs> Orpheus, it's now your go. What would you like to do? Alright, it is my go. I think seeing that I need to get to... Where is Scampy? Scampy's over there. Alright, so this this wall of Kruthix keeps sort of piling up, and I notice my way is sort of getting blocked in the elevator. So I think I need to find a way. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna cast I'm gonna cast Burning Hands. Ooh, nice. As I actually, you know what I'm you know what? Never mind. I'm gonna turn to face the three that I already toasted. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to use my breath weapon. Nice. A cone of fire, which I think can hit all three of them. I guess I'm not yeah, entirely sure how What's the 15-foot cone? 15-foot cone. DC, dex DC is going to be 16. Yeah, it looks like you can get like these three guys to, Perfect. to the top. Uh, yeah, I was hoping to get those two that were already damaged, so I will take that. Amazing. Yeah, so dex saves. The guy nearest you uh, rolled a 21. Okay, he uh, saves. The guy uh, up top between you and, and the final one rolled a six. That's a fail. And a 17 for the last guy. That that does save. All right, so those two are going to take half damage. The other yes. one's going to take the full damage. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll... Uh, oh, nice. That's going to be 12 points. All right. Uh, or six if they're taking half. Amazing. You incinerate uh, one of these guys. Two of these guys. See if it's a hat trick. Three of these guys are charred and dead as your breath weapon burns them to a crisp. Hell yeah. Awesome. I think I'm going to bonus action have my uh, spiritual weapon attack. Keeping it on the Big Daddy Kruthik? Yeah, keeping it on Big Daddy Kruthik. BDK. Spiritual weapon. Serial killer. The BK killer. Burger King killer. I don't know. This isn't a true crime <laughs> podcast. I want to meet the Burger King killer. Does he just slap him with a, a patty? Uh, that is going to be a 24 to hit for my spiritual yeah, weapon. that hits. Um, which is going to deal a total of only five damage. Amazing. But uh, still five. Taking chomps out of this guy, the adult Kruthik here looks like some of its legs are, are struggling to hold its weight. Okay. Then I'm going to take this opportunity to move as close to the elevator. Essentially, like, I'm going to look back and, and uh, charge back to the elevator, taking attacks of opportunity. Um, but I will get as close to the elevator as, as Scampy is, essentially. Amazing. I want to make sure I'm not leaving Scampy behind. <laughs> yeah, you'll take a uh, first opportunity attack. Uh, 16 to hit is going to miss. Yeah. 23 to hit. That hits. Four. Seven piercing. And you'll take another one from the uh, adult that was yes. kind of holding up on the, in the middle of the of the tunnel here. Yeah, yeah. For it's... 16 to hit, that's going to miss. So, yeah, uh, you managed to make it uh, uh, close. You're kind of still between, have the tread wheel and one of the refugees between you and the lift. 
Okay. Um, a thick, a barreling down on both of you. Uh, the adult who's taken a beating from your spiritual weapon is going to try to flank around uh, one of the stone statues and fire off a volley at uh, Scampy. Come on, Big Daddy, don't do me like that. (laughs) 20 to hit, and two two bastard 20s to hit. All right, yeah, that hits. (laughs) Four piercing for the first, six piercing for the second for a total of 10 damage from this adult crew thing. All right, I'm still standing. We go to one of these smaller guys who is going to use his action... Yeah, or actually, no, his movement gets him close enough to Orpheus to uh, start off a stab attack that misses... We go to the okay. adults. Uh, it is going to uh, step back a little bit and fire off a volley spike at Orpheus. Okay. 24 to hit. That hits. For four piercing damage. Ugh. The second one of its volleys <laughs> is targeted oh, no. at the refugee holding the tread wheel. Oh, no. With a nat 20 to hit. No! 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 You motherfucker, I'm coming for your ass. Uh, yeah, as he takes eight points of piercing damage, uh, he goes down onto one knee, still holding onto the tread wheel, blood kind of pouring from the different punctures that these spikes have left onto him. Not Uh, Blonde Aragorn, he was my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) We go now, back to the top, the Stampy the Shrimp, it is your turn. I told you not to name him. (laughs) (laughs) Don't get attached. (laughs) Too late, I'm attached. Um, I think I will... Uh, yeah, I'll, I will run past this smaller, uh, Kruthik towards the, the other big daddy that just shot at my daddy, (laughs) um, (laughs) refugee daddy, and, um, I shall, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll use my rapier again. Yeah. I'm gonna try to make this sneak attack damage work to my advantage. That is 20 to hit. 20 hits. Excellent. And then that will be... Sneak attack. Sneak attack. Poopy. Again. Well, it's better than last time. Better Uh, poopy. It's more (laughs) solid poopy. Um, why, Why is this what my MO has become? Like, shit and fart humor. Uh, that's, uh, 12 damage. <laughs> it, it happens when I, uh, eat scampy, too. Yeah. Okay. Great. Uh, yeah, and then I will, I think I'm gonna just, like, put my tiny gnomish body in front of... Yeah. Blonde Aragorn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, just, I'll just flip off the crew thing. That's what Scampy does. Nice. Blonde Aragorn looks at you, uh, gratitude <laughs> Ooh, in his eyes. more like eyes. strawberry blonde Aragorn. Yeah, strawberry blonde Aragorn. He's got a little tattoo on the side of his head. He, he looks like a badass. Scampy loves a man with a face tattoo. <laughs> Scampy loves a man with a face. Scampy reveals his neck tattoo. Uh, great, so well, Scampy, that's... got tattoos without me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got matching uh, tempura shrimp tattoos. I said I would do it. You just had to tell me when you were doing it. All right, all right. We'll go back tomorrow. And um, will you... I know you lost that bet the other day. Would you still get it tattooed on your ass? Right? Right? Like, leading into the crack? Interrupting this conversation. (laughs) A barrage of spikes comes out from uh, another one of these adult crew thicks. Towards Orpheus, they glance harmlessly off of your armor. Uh, It's second spike volley going towards uh, the shrimp. For a 13 to hit? What was no. your request? All right, yeah, you're holding you. steady. 
uh, as this guy then goes in uh, close and personal. Uh, you got, we got two daddies here, uh, right in the right in the middle of the fight with y'all. Uh, we go now to Orpheus. So there's three adults and one little guy. We're still standing. Okay, fantastic. I am going to yeah. bonus action at uh, what is it? Third level. Cast mass healing word. Nice. Mm. I as I call out words of restoration. I just uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, we can do it. I I believe in you guys. You're doing great. I feel a little jealous about the tattoos, but I believe you that we're gonna get them. So, uh, or if you have such a way with words. Yeah, my goodness. Uh, Strawberry blonde Aragorn grunts in approval as his wounds begin to close and seal. Yeah. So everyone, I should be able to catch myself, Shrimpy. Oh, sorry, the shrimp. I no, that's mean, okay. that's also my name. <laughs> okay. Uh, and uh, Strawberry blonde Aragorn is going to take a little bit of healing. It's not going to be a ton, but it's going to be 5 HP. Okay, all right. right. All right. Five HP all around. Just, just enough to hopefully heal it was worth a it. little bit. Uh, anything else with your turn, Orpheus? Um, and that, so that's my bonus oh, yeah, action. Yeah. So you still um, got action movement? As my action, I think I'll just take a swipe with my short sword at the things Kruthix yeah. engaged with me. Yeah, you got a daddy to your right and a little baby guy right in front of you. I'll you? go. I'll go to baby. I'll All kill right. the baby. Kill the baby. <laughs> I love killing the baby. Roll to hit the baby. All right, this is going to be a only a twelve to hit. Twelve hits. All right. Uh, that is going to be six points of piercing damage. Oh gosh, what did you take a moment to heal everybody? I just sort of jab out <laughs> quickly, like. I don't really use this sword, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, you kind of get it just straight down the mouth. Nice. Yeah, uh, it, is, it is a just dead crew thing. Him. All right. Great. Uh, I've done that movement? a few times in prison. Um, <laughs> shake the baby. Yeah, I shake. I'll, I'll take a so step. Much. I'll take a step back, so I'm still engaged with the daddy. Yeah. Next to me. All right. And then I'm just sort of yeah. You're referring to me, right? <laughs> I'm. In yeah, of course. Yeah. Hell yeah, this Kruthik uh, over here is gonna come around uh, to the right of the tread wheel here. Okay. Uh, and he's gonna fire off a volley at you, Orpheus. Okay. 24 to hit for that four hits. points of piercing damage. Ooh, good thing I healed. <laughs> uh, his second spike volley is gonna go towards Strawberry Blonde Aragorn. Oh no, not Connecting for seven points oh. of piercing damage. You see. Strawberry blonde Aragorn go down. His <gasps> grip on the tread wheel slips, oh, sending no. it lurching down by ten feet. Oh, no. uh, as the refugees that are already on the lift uh, let out a scream of terror. Great, we go back to uh, the adult no. Kruthik. He is gonna go and take two spike uh, stab attacks against you, Shrimp. Right. Uh, Twenty-three to hit on the first one. Yeah. And a 22 with the, for the second. You're going to take a total of 18 points of piercing damage. Okay. Uh, as we go ahead and pass back to the top of the order, Scampy, what All would right. you like to do? I am going to just, yeah, I'll, I'll swing at the one that hit me with my rapier again. No! That's a 10 to hit. Oh, no. Um, and be like, shut up! And then I'm just gonna run and um, try to grab the uh, wheel. Great, yeah, yeah. Out. yeah. Easily enough, uh, you uh, get out of range of these two guys. They are gonna take their opportunity attacks as okay. you, your grip 
uh, comes down. Can you bonus action disengage? Oh yeah, yeah, I can. I'll do that. Great, awesome. <laughs> I do that. <laughs> bonus action disengage. Hell yeah! And you grab the tread wheel. Thanks uh, for the tips, Orphe. <laughs> yeah. You know, I try to help occasionally. I know you're much better at this combat thing than I am. I'm just. I mean, I am scrappy though. You're one well, of the. You're, the killing, you're killing it, Shrimpy. Oh my god! Thank you so the much. The adult nearest you is gonna try for its spike attack uh, or its stab attack. Only one of which connects against you, Orpheus, for nine piercing damage. Okay. Woo. As we go to you now. There are three adult Kruthics standing. The shrimp is standing over Strawberry Blonde Aragorn's uh, corpse, uh, holding onto the tread wheel. The, uh, the refugees that are on the lift uh, are kind of just peeking out uh, from the tops of what they can see as another Kruthic is barreling towards them from their right. Um, what would you like to do? So do we have any understanding, a deeper understanding of how this works? Does one of us have to stay up here and lower it? Yeah. Mm. So looking at from what happened shortly after Strawberry Blonde Aragorn uh, mm-hmm. fell is that there are like um, not almost like safety like pressure releases on this tread wheel so it mm. like would go down in like chunks or increments so it wouldn't just like fall all okay. the way down. Okay. So if we We're, jumped on it, yeah. We could f- Exactly. It okay. would like kind of be on its own stopping itself every like 10 feet or so and like slow the fall a little bit and then Continuing okay. down at a steady pace. Excellent. Yeah. I think, I think uh, Orpheus is going to is sort of uh, seeing that we're surrounded and, and seeing Scampy pretty hurt is going to turn, grab Scampy yeah. mm-hmm. as his action. Amazing. And say, "Don't worry, Scampy, we're getting out of here." And uh, we'll charge and jump on. Like jump down onto the platform, yeah. taking Scampy at least does. one attack of opportunity. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Scampy, I want you to know, jumps into your arms like a little princess. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, Tend to hit on that uh, opportunity attack, so you are good. Okay. Um, I could. I don't really have anything that I can attack. I could do spiritual weapon again, but since we're like jumping out of here, I think um, uh, Orpheus casts Sanctuary at first level on. Yeah. On Shrimpy. Sanctuary! So, uh, uh, no one can attack you unless they make a wisdom saving throw. Great, yes. I feel so loved. You guys hop onto the lift, leaving behind uh, the body of Strawberry Blonde Aragorn. Yeah, are they gonna take turns? Because I would like to try something on my turn. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're gonna finish up around here. With regard to Strawberry Blonde Aragorn. Amazing. Great. So, great. We go uh, to this adult Kruthik. Your lift has lurched down about 20 feet uh, from where it started out. Uh, You see one of these Kruthiks, adult Kruthiks, at the top. Shoot down a volley of spikes. Uh, first one will say it's gonna target Orpheus for 22 to hit. Uh, that does hit. Six points of piercing. Uh, and he's gonna try to attack Scampy, so he's gonna make a whiz save, right? For yeah, the sanctuary. A wisdom right. saving throw. And he rolled a two, so. So that is. Uh, yeah, so. Um, on a failed save, the creature must choose a new target or lose the attack or spell. Great. This spell doesn't protect the warded creature from area effects. That's awesome. So he's going to just try and go for one of the other uh, refugees. Uh, connecting with a 15 to hit, dealing 7 points of piercing damage, oh, no. uh, sending uh, one of the other refugees to her knees okay. uh, as she come, is covered in spikes and whatnot. Okay. Um, it's okay. We'll she's go... still on the lift with us. 
another one of these. You hear it uh, kind of go up and uh, you hear two, the sound of a hard exoskeleton chitin striking the wooden treadwheel. Jesus. The first attack uh, not connecting. The second attack dealing four damage onto the treadwheel as you feel uh, the lift lurch a little bit and it it kind of tilts to one side as some of the ropes become unbalanced. Uh, The treadwheel is still standing, but we'll go uh, to just finish it off. One more round of combat, Scampy and the Shrimp. Scampy the Shrimp, what would you like to do? Yeah, can I try to... um... Okay, how many things can I do? Let me know if you'll let me do this. Yeah. Uh, I, I can fire something through one of the um, like openings in that wheel. Absolutely, Okay, yeah. so then I will fire off another chaos bolt at Sweet. this thing. Nice. And that's going to be a 23 to hit. That hits. Oh, ooh, I get this time I get to pick psychic damage or cold damage. Ooh. Let's do some cold damage. Yeah. That feels like it would be more effective. Uh, so that's 11 cold damage to this thing. Jesus. And then as my bonus action, I will let out another little toot and fly into uh, 10 feet into the air. And then, again, this is maybe too much, but I want to try to, like, I have some rope. Yeah. I want to try to lasso uh, our friends, uh, Strawberry Blonde Aragorn, and drag him oh. down into the ship. Yeah, shop. yeah. Uh, just trying to like lasso his corpse. <laughs> Go yeah. ahead. Uh, I'm gonna say roll to hit. Okay. Uh, with yes. adding your dexterity modifier All to right. the twenty roll. All right. What is my dexterity? Okay. That's amazing. Oh, it's a thirteen. Thirteen, yeah. Your uh, lasso uh, snares around like the arm and neck of Strawberry Blonde Aragorn. So he's got like he's got like the rope going like under his armpit and like around the top of his neck. But you're you're able to kind of get get it secure a little bit. Okay. Uh, And he gets pulled down uh, ten feet across the floor as you come back down ten feet. Great. From the. uh, and he lands with a thud <laughs> and is even more dead. <laughs> yeah. Great. Uh, wonderful. Uh, we're going to finish off with these. This is going to be the last round of combat, so Scampy, that was your last turn for this All time right. around. Excellent. We'll go to this guy who is going to join in the uh, sabotage of the treadwheel <sighs> with a 17 Ooh. to hit for nine points of piercing on the treadwheel. The second attack isn't able to damage it. Uh, this treadwheel creaks and groans, and you guys drop another 15 feet okay. uh, before getting caught by the uh, safety mechanisms of the treadwheel. Orpheus, what would you like to do in this last turn? All right. Um, with my nose sort of wrinkling from Scampy's latest toot, um, <laughs> I would like to uh, aim a, a hand towards the top of the elevator shaft, and I'm going to cast Fireball, third level, as a, as a bright streak of flame shoots from my pointed finger. Uh, it is a sphere of, uh, 20-foot radius sphere of fire centered okay. on that point. If I can hit all that are left, that'd be awesome. <laughs> but maybe I'll just try to... Hell yeah. <laughs> just a giant <laughs> ball of fire. Absolutely. Um, at the top fire. of the elevator shaft. Amazing. I'm just gonna blow it up. 
great. I hope we don't have much further to fall. <laughs> Roll, uh, is it dex saves for these guys? Uh, yeah, that's going to be a dex save of 15. All right. I got a bastard 20, an 8, and a 12. That's going to be 8d6 for 31 at max damage. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. Uh, hey, can you give me some magic pointers? <laughs> You're kicking Lord. ass. Uh, yeah, one of these things dies. Uh, the other one comes pretty damn close, uh, and this one dies as well. Alright. Um, amazing. Yeah, you hear uh, the screech of two, uh, the th- whole three crew thing says, at least two of them uh, are burnt to a crisp. Uh, as the flames and your fire subsist, you also notice that the ropes and pulleys holding oh, yeah. the lift uh, <laughs> together are slowly getting withered away by the flames, and you plunge into the darkness. And that is where we'll end this <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, Our yeah. fates. Maybe we die. Maybe we don't die. Honestly, it was worth it to get... Uh, strawberry Blonde Aragorn onto that lift, yeah. even if he dies. Um, yeah, so great. That was uh, the actual play portion of yeah. the podcast. Very uh, cool. Kinda... That was fun. Thanks, Diego. <laughs> oh, you're very yeah. welcome. Fun little encounter. So yeah, I guess I would love right now we can just kind of... Sorry if I killed Scampi. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> you probably did. But... I probably did, let's be honest. I but Scampi but honestly, say he wanted to die a hero. What so. a cinematic ending. I had though. to go like, out a ball of fire, Exactly. Right? You, yeah. you rush everyone onto the lift. You get the last of the bad guys uh, out with your flame blast as a consequence too though that lift is going to be dropping yeah uh, cool. a couple of a couple of feet for sure i mean you you <laughs> might yeah you might survive it and then at least you can heal so like that's true if i survive but we we don't know as we, we plummet i'm gonna cast healing wounds on myself <laughs> <laughs> so um, one of the things that i was really uh trying to going for in this encounter was that sense uh, that you often see like in a movie right when they're facing yeah. off against a swarm of you know giant spiders like uh, like yeah. the one in uh, what, what's the name of the spider in Harry Potter Aragog yeah. yes. when they're in Aragog's den like that's like one of the yeah. like those very cinematic swarm scenes mm-hmm. yeah. the moment where it, it's like oh this is too much we have to get the fuck out of here yeah. mm-hmm. definitely was trying to kind of go for that uh, yeah. vibe at some point in the encounter how did y'all feel that came across I yeah I felt that although I do like we did take out quite a few of them which was honestly exciting I was not expecting that um but yeah it I think the encounter was very like well uh mapped out in terms of like we had we knew where our escape was we had like I think we had like a few different potential paths of escape, but that was the clearest one. And um, I think there were enough of them and the and enough big daddy ones that I was like, am I going to die today? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I think I might. And I almost did. I had like 12 hit points left. Yeah. I mean, I thought that was a lot of fun. I think it definitely felt like it was fun to have like the environmental stuff mm-hmm. with the bridges mm-hmm. breaking and stuff like that. Also, yeah. I've never... That's how I've always wanted to use Wall of Fire, and I did, and it was it was glorious. Nice. Yeah. It was definitely fun having like the different levels of, you know, sort of similar creatures who mm-hmm. some have higher ACs mm-hmm. and can do more damage than other ones, and some are really easy to take out. I'm curious, did you have? Was it just adults and 
babies, or did you have more than two tiers? Yeah. Of- uh, crew things. I'm just curious. So in uh, the official stat block, there are only there are three crew things in, in total. There's the young crew things, mm-hmm. the adult crew things, and then there are also hive lord crew things. Uh-huh. So <laughs> in this encounter, I didn't have any hive lords. Yeah. But I did fudge around and make a minion variant of the of the crew things. Oh, cool. Oh. I made their I brought their armor class down to ten. And I made their HP only, I think only like, uh, two or three HP. Hmm. So okay. n- if you roll really poorly, it wouldn't be that one hit KO, but you could definitely like take out a swath. Like you caught a bunch of those with yeah. your initial firewall. Yeah, okay. Uh, wall cool. of fire. Yeah. Um, so that was the only like modded stat block that I included in this encounter. Cool. Okay. Yeah, because that was fun to see like, uh, to have mini- like. Uh, enemy types that that looked similar, mm-hmm. but that had varying stats. So you like some. Oh, I, I took that one out right away. I took that one out right away. And other ones, it was like, oh, it, it was multiple hits to take yeah. them out. Yeah. So yeah, it was kind of a gamble. I liked that. Um, and then I liked the surprise uh, burrowing. <laughs> uh, yeah. I thought that was like yeah. Because yeah, I know. I was like, oh, well, now we have this wall of fire. Like, is that it? Um, but that was that was a really nice surprise. I agree, though, with what Katie was saying with, like, it was feeling like we could have probably stayed and maybe won. Yeah. But we went for, like, a die. Like, I wonder if mm-hmm. there were still more... Obviously, we, like, cut some off from the bridge, but, like, mm-hmm. if if there was more popping up, like, even, like, if they were further off, but it was like, hey, in, in two or three turns, there's going to be more. Yeah. yeah. And I wonder if that would have worked or if we could see like mm-hmm. um on like the sort of across the chasms if we could see a bunch more starting to burrow yeah so having yeah. something that was like the threat there's a the threat will keep coming essentially right. yeah yeah because yeah. um, there i did have at the top of the second round two squadrons of crew things pop up across the chasm mm-hmm. yeah but it would have been cool to also maybe at the end of like round three or four yeah. have another squadron pop up over there as well well you see more coming and and even yeah just to have like this thread of like almost this time pressure of like if you don't get out of here in a certain amount of time like you will be Mm -hmm. swarmed but it was fun to like i mean there was a moment where my character was completely surrounded yeah you know and i had to take what four opportunity attacks to Mm -hmm. get out so like that swarm tactics was cool that was one thing I really appreciated about the way you all played this encounter was that you weren't afraid to gamble the opportunity attacks. I feel like it's very yeah. so often I will yeah. remind a player like, oh yeah, you can move that way, you'll just take an opportunity attack. And then they just shut down their entire plan in favor yeah. of staying there and not risking uh, further damage. But I like that. And I think that helps with having like level eight characters too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you have a little bit more of that HP to to burn um, and gamble in that way. I think it was, uh, yeah. Depending on like which uh, type of Kruthik was around, I was. I th- it was sort of an experiment. I was like, how much damage will I actually take from one of these things? And it ultimately wasn't a lot. So yeah, that helped. I think because I was mostly surrounded by the baby ones when I was. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, which was. Yeah, it made me feel a lot, I guess, braver, but also, yeah, I think knowing that there were 
more coming. Maybe, yeah, maybe knowing that even more were coming, I think would have upped the stakes a little bit more. Yeah. It did feel like yeah. there was a, one more level that could have ratcheted it up. Yeah. Because uh, um, really, I, I love the, like, the yeah. idea that, like, that that would cement the idea of a retreat as like more like... Yeah, and I think once... I think the, like... It was very early on, but the turning point was when that bridge, like, you know, you unintentionally, like, it collapsed. And then we were like, oh, we cut off, like, a whole squadron of them. Uh, So, like, had we not come up with, like, had that not happened, who knows? It might have, like, been more dangerous. Yeah. yeah, yeah that would have been yeah. five whole other guys that would have made it. Yeah, across. yeah, and the, and like I liked the the burrowing surprise, but I'm almost like, well, if we have these like rickety bridges, if someone were to have the very like smart idea of cutting the bridges, like, um, yeah, would that completely negate the danger? Mm. Like, might some of them be winged and some of them not like depending oh, on right. like or they the, yeah. they start like crawling up on the ceiling yeah yeah that yeah. Been sick cool. too. yeah yeah that was i think like the biggest swarm of anything that i've had to fight so that was uh, like a fun new thing for me mm-hmm. uh, yeah. i like that uh scampy took advantage of the terrain to get like cover behind yeah. some of these statues too cuz you're a rogue a rogue yeah. build especially like that's yeah. the bread and butter is getting yeah. in there slashing and running mm-hmm. yeah my uh it's taken me three years to figure out how to play a rogue because i do play a, a rogue assassin in my other game and um the, yeah mostly i was like what kind of person can i build and then what would they be so mm-hmm. scampy was a pirate <laughs> um yeah it was nice to feel like i knew what i was doing <laughs> yeah Scampy's such a fun build yeah, yeah it was great having I think for even like the magic users I think swarms are moments where mm-hmm. magic users and even like martial classes too but mm-hmm. like yeah. the casters can really feel powerful mm-hmm. when you have mm-hmm. those big area of effect spells yeah yeah. they can really like cause then you like mow down like three dudes I think when you cast the wall of fire mm-hmm. yeah you know it was actually really fun playing a cleric uh, though I I definitely stacked constitution because I was like, uh, we're going to need a lot of HP, I think. <laughs> Usually at high levels like that, as a magic user, this happened. I played a druid for like in a campaign that ran for like two years. And I ran into this problem as well as once we got like to such a high level, I had melee weapons that I could use. But I ended up just being like far back away from all the combat. Mm-hmm. Right. And it was way more about like getting in you know spells and area effect mm-hmm. spells where i could so it was all about like terrain management almost yeah. mm-hmm. and it was very fun to be like i have this sword and shield and i can actually use it against yeah. these little <laughs> things and yeah. casts bigger spells like being able to still like stomp things that are super low hp mm-hmm. that like would have been like a tough fight like as a low level cleric i yeah. would like you know you use melee stuff still more as like low level like that was very fun to still mm-hmm. be able to like oh yeah i got a ko with my short sword yeah it hasn't grown in its ability to do more damage at all <laughs> right exactly um, yeah. especially when you're pinned in and like you you realize like mm-hmm. you're some of your range spell attacks right disadvantage yeah. once the swarm is on it's top like, of you oh i have to cut my way out of this but can i even do that like so that was really fun and i think having that varying level of like all these little dudes and then bigger like you know essentially what three iterations of mm-hmm. these kuthics 
her crew fix were was very cool. So I guess well maybe <laughs> this can be kind of like the, the final. Um, you know how like MythBusters they had like the busted plausible. Oh yeah. <laughs> I forget what the third one was. I feel like we need like some sort of like. Yeah, sort of like what is the conclusion to our yeah, hypothesis? What it, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, okay. I guess the conclusion yes, of the Diego, hypothesis. What was what was your hypothesis for this uh, so, encounter? So the, my hypothesis was: Can swarms feel unique, mm. threatening, and also cinematic in Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition? Yeah, yeah. So to that end, how how well do you think that encounter uh, stacked up onto that hypothesis? I would say it definitely felt unique, Mm -hmm. like having various enemy types, I think, really helped with that. Mm -hmm. And it felt dangerous because we almost died. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Unique, dangerous, and cinematic Cinematic. was the last one. Yeah. I I would say, like, I think to up the danger, which we kind of discussed, Mm -hmm. would be to have more. Mm -hmm. because and, And then to up, like, the cinematic, like, I almost picture at the end, like, I think what would have been... Like, as if we could see this swarm, like, consuming, yeah. like, the elevator shaft or yeah. something like that. Yeah. But, like, really have it, like, be like we, if we had stayed up there for another round or two of combat, we right. would have been completely surrounded. Yeah, yeah. There's have, no like, one final yeah. vision yeah. of it all. Yeah, I agree with Michael. Uh, and I, yes, yes, unique. Never found anything like that that before dangerous yeah we could yeah i think upping the stakes would yeah help with the uh, cinematic nature of it for sure it it would have <laughs> would have been nice if it was like and then the camera is covered in you know, yeah bugs, like <laughs> that yeah. kind of thing too yeah the so. camera tips over you so, just yeah. see the underbelly of all these crew things yeah. yeah yeah so i think that like the hypothesis like yes but i but it just needs like a little bit more tinkering but it has the potential to fulfill that yeah. hypothesis for sure amazing yeah hell yeah so you heard it here first uh dungeon busters first <laughs> dungeon swarms has been busted busted yeah yeah, yeah. fuck yeah yeah, they're not boring. Fuck you if you think so. Yeah. <laughs> but, I'm kidding. I love you all. Please follow me on Instagram. I'm just yeah. Kidding. <laughs> Any pluggables you want to plug here at the end of our show? Um. Well. Uh. Yeah. I'll plug the show that we are all in together. Drunk. Ooh. Drunk Shakespeare in Chicago. Uh, Diego, Michael, and I. Uh, that's how we know each other. Um. I typically. Recently, I've been performing on Fridays or Saturdays, but if you don't come then, you will likely see Diego. And um, Michael, I feel like, is always there, so just come on down and you'll, <laughs> you'll see Michael, too. Um, yeah, and then other than that, I don't know, I, on social media, I'm at Katie and Cardona. Good luck spelling that. Um, yeah, that's that's it. All right. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Thanks for scrying into this episode of Dungeon Busters. Did you get inspiration from today's experiment? Then consider leaving us a review on your podcast platform of choice. Did we miss something? Would you have done it differently? Let us know on social media at Dungeon Busters Pod. That's D-N-G-N Busters Pod. 
You can follow me on socials at Michael underscore C underscore Hyatt. And you can find me, Diego, on my website, foreverdm.xyz. Thank you to Peter Gertz for our cover art. Our intro music is by Artle Music. Produced and edited by Michael C. Hyatt and Diego F. Salinas.